guys. Good evening, everyone. My name is Billy, uh, and I attend Six O'Clock Church. Uh, and Nick started our series last week on Sing, and this is part two of our series. Uh, and tonight's one is called Sing with Heart and Mind. Um, and I want to start, I want to get you thinking. Um, I want you to think about what is your guilty pleasure? Okay, now, oh yeah, might bring a few little goosebumps. Uh, we've all got them. They're all, they're all, we've all got different guilty pleasures. It might be music. It might be food, chocolate. Uh, I do know the Reach dance routine from uh, S Club 7. Uh, <laughs> that's been recorded as well. Um, but we all have them. And uh, with the World Cup happening recently, sorry, there is going to be a few mentions of that in here today as well. Uh, and I'm sure, wives, you're glad that you finally got the TV remote back uh, after all that time in the World Cup. But guilty pleasures are great. But if we're not careful, they can lead into idolizing things. They can lead into worshipping things. And I want you to think about right now, what is something that you worship in your life? It might be success. It might be promotion at work. It might be family. It might be money. Um, it might be celebrity culture. I know I've been caught up in the past with idolizing and worshipping um, things such like social media, kind of gratification, getting the likes, getting the comments, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and it can, be, it can be a dangerous thing. Um, and I think as much as I love my football, and I do love it, um, there, there are issues if, if we're worshipping those things. And one thing I was really challenged by in preparing for, for my speech is uh, when, I, when, I go to, when I go to football and I get involved with the fans and I'm cheering my team on and I'm absolutely shouting out the rooftops of the players and stuff, I think, actually, do I sometimes worship God in the same way that I worship those players and those teams in the stands? Do I sometimes uh, idolise those players and sing out for them more than maybe I do God on a Sunday? Um, and, and there might be something in your life a bit like football with me and those opportunities where right now you're thinking actually yeah sometimes I put those things before God and that's a real challenge um, and in the same way that, that I love my football and, and that's, that's uh, sometimes something that I really get involved in uh, we all love food uh, we all love certain types of food it might be chocolate or or I don't know, my favourite is a bit of spaghetti, spaghetti carbonara if I go to an Italian normally always order that love it um, but the saying goes that you are what you eat. And uh, it talks in 1 Timothy 4.8 about the importance of bodily health, but also spiritual health. It says this, For while bodily training is of some, some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. I think if I was food, I'd probably be salt and vinegar kettle chips as well, or maybe mozzarella cheese. Me and John Brown, we love a trickle or salad down at Walnuts, just up the road. There are other cafes available as well, obviously. Um, but there is a point. If we constantly eat rubbish, then we don't feel good for it. And in the same way, what we take in shapes who we are and what we give out. And if we take in good stuff, then that's great. Imagine if you only ate on a Sunday. You just ate on a Sunday and that was it. And then you went the whole week, didn't eat anything. What would be happening by the Friday? Hungry? Hangry? Uh, a bit, bit uh, probably emotional, tired, frustrated? Uh, it'd be really hard to, to not show those emotions. And, and in the same way with worship, if we only worship on a Sunday, 
What are we like by the time we get to a Friday? What things come and are thrown at us during the week that then affect how, how we are, our mood, our emotions, our feelings, and also the way we handle situations as well? Um, and so that leads nicely into my point one. If we are what we eat, then also we are what we sing. So what's the key? going to turn to John 4, 23, if you want to find that in your Bibles. If not, hopefully there it is. Thank you, guys. And it says this, true worshippers will worship in spirit and truth. The Father looks to those who worship him in this way. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Now, don't get me wrong. Singing on a Sunday is really important. It's great. Congregational singing is fantastic. Being around other Christians, worshipping together is really important. But if that is the only singing, the only worship we're doing, we're setting ourselves up to struggle during the week with everything that we struggle with. How can we worship in one place at one time in one way? There's got to be more to worship, more to singing than that. And so my first point, I've got three points for you to remember today, three S's. And my first one is beyond Sunday. There it is. Too many of us, and I know I've definitely been in this situation being brought up, too many of us can worship on a Sunday, sing our songs out, love it, and then actually we spend our weeks just battling for everything, whatever it is, whatever we face, work, family, marriage, difficult things that happen. And that becomes our worship on a Sunday is our only worship that we do. What about if we change that? What about if worship becomes a daily habit? Singing out, singing words of truth. We told earlier about singing in spirit and truth. There's something to be said for singing out and speaking out every day. Hearing God's truths, hearing his words. If, we said earlier, if we only eat that once a week, we get hangry, we get angry, we get tired, we get frustrated, lethargic. In the same way, if we only worship on a Sunday, we can fall spiritually flat in the same way. Singing out beyond a Sunday, the same truths that we've sung earlier tonight and we'll sing in a bit, help remind us daily, whatever it is we're facing, remind us of those truths. When we get to a Monday, when we get to a Thursday, remind us Monday morning when we have a stressful meeting to start our week off, having worshipped God only the night before, all the way through to Thursday afternoon when we're shattered and we just want to get to the weekend. Reminding us of God's truths and spirit helps us when our feelings, when we're struggling with our feelings, when we're struggling with all of those things that try and get us down. So that's my point one. Worshipping in spirit and truth beyond Sunday. But I guess my question is, is why? Why bother? Why? I've said we should do it, but actually what's the point? Because singing in heart and mind, spirit and truth, beyond Sunday, helps us in the different seasons of life that we face. If you'd ask me, just a year ago that I'd be preaching on something like this right now, I honestly would have laughed in your faces. Uh, even only a few years ago, worship wasn't really something I got. It was something I struggled with. Uh, I'd sing on a Sunday. I'd, I'd, you know, understand the words. Would I really take them in and really let them embed into my heart? Probably not. Um, did I understand the true meaning of every single word that I was speaking out and singing? Probably not as well. And yet, through gradually doing that, and it's not been an overnight thing, it's been a journey, and I'm not there yet, but finding out that worship during the week helps me in whatever it is I'm facing changes everything. It's a game changer with whatever it is that I'm facing during my week at work, during my family, during my time with my friends. It changes the way I view certain things. So I've just said point two. It helps us in our different seasons. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8 says this. 
There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. You might be facing different seasons right now in your life. Could be financial difficulties, could be marriage difficulties, relationships, grief, money issues, whatever it is, we all face seasons. God tells us that in this chapter here. But whatever your seasons are, singing beyond Sunday helps us during those seasons that we face on the mountains and in the valleys. I can remember for me personally, a season I really struggled with for quite a long time was loneliness and idolizing relationship. And that was something that for, for a long time, my early 20s, I kind of thought was something I needed to, to aspire for, something to try and work towards. And actually what it was, I just needed God's grace. I just needed more of God, less of me and more of God. I needed to take my focus, my worship away from that particular thing and my worship back to God and what he told me. There are psalms are full of all of these seasons that we've just read in Ecclesiastes. The psalms are, have got tons of, of mentions of different seasons that we might face. Might be a change of season you're facing. Maybe you've just moved house. Maybe you've just got married. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, you've just started a new job. But in those, even in those change of seasons, the psalms tell us different things about God. Our seasons come, our seasons go, our seasons change. But these psalms tell us that God doesn't. God remains the same. Psalm 19.8, and I'm just going to read through some of the psalms now, says this. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. Psalm 20, verse 1, says this. May the Lord answer you when in distress. He's there for you. Psalm 20, verse 4, says, May he give you the desires of your heart and fulfill your plans. He's for you. He's not against you. We have this perception sometimes with the difficulties we face that God is against us. That's not the case. The walk is difficult, but God is always there. Psalm 20 verse 7 says this. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Psalm 25 verse 2. In you I trust. Psalm 56 verse 3. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you Verse 11 goes on to say, what can man do? There's a trend here about trust. Psalm 25 verse 4 says, teach me your paths. He's there to direct us, to help us, to guide us. Psalm 25 verse 9, he guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. And Psalm 25 7 says this, remembering not the sins of my youth or transgressions according to your steadfast love, remember me. Good and upright is the Lord. He's there for us. He's good for us. He's good all the time. We can trust him. I think too often we forget these truths. We sing them on a Sunday and then we forget about them when something happens. 
and we struggle with work or, or something kicks off in different seasons, whether that's day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And yet these verses remind us of God's truth. They tell us that God is always there. Like I said earlier, we all face different seasons, different challenges. We're told life isn't always easy. James 1.2 says this, Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. Sometimes we have tests. Sometimes we have difficulties. We're not told that life's going to be easy once you become a Christian. It doesn't always work like that. We're told that there. But what we are told is that God's truths don't change. Those truths of him being there, those truths of being able to trust him, those truths of him being good, of guiding us, they don't change. They're there all the time. They're written in the Bible. They're written in the Psalms. They're there whatever season, whatever we're facing, all of the time. Whenever we need him, he's there. Some of you may know that I love uh, listening to a bit of rap music and stuff like that. So um, Governor B says this in his song, Castral Cares. This is what he says about trusting in God. In my weakness, in my trouble, he won't let go. If I lose my way, Lord, I pray, lead me home. In the darkness, when it's hardest, you are my hope in my highs and lows. Cast your cares on his shoulders. Cast your cares on his love. The storms might come, but he'll never leave. Take his word, he'll forever be source of strength when we're running out of energy. Place your cares on his shoulders, the remedy. He'll give you strength that is needed for every task. I know he's on your side, and that's everything. In the past, he has led us even through the dark, and anything we need, we can ask. That speaks of all those truths that we've just mentioned in the Psalms as well. Different type of worship, different form of worship, but it still speaks God's truths, his love, his grace, everything that he's done for us. And so whatever season you're facing, currently facing, whatever struggles and battles, we've all got them that are going on. That's why singing beyond Sunday is so important because point two, it helps us in seasons. It helps us, helps to sustain us. This is my point three. So beyond Sunday, point one. Worshiping beyond Sunday is really important and critical for our faith. Point two, helps us in the different seasons we face. How? Because God sustains us in those different seasons that we face. This is what it says in Psalm 29, verse 11. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Now, like I've said earlier, if we just worship on a Sunday, if we just sing out on a Sunday, then we're going to then face those battles and we try and do things in our own strength. I've been there. I've done it many a time. And it's hard. It's a real grind. It's a real struggle. And yet I'm reminded in these Psalms, in preparing for this, when looking through these things, that this is something we need to tap into every single day. The Psalms tell us that God's truths are always there. We've just read about it. But if we don't tap into it, we're forever going to be fighting and battling things in our own strength. We're reminded of God's truths, God's holiness, the fact that he came and he died for us. Whatever sins, whatever's happened in the past, it's gone. Why don't you turn to Jesus and accept him? Sometimes we can have moments of feeling really like disconnected and, and struggling with that. And, you know, you might be sitting there now going, oh, Bill, you know, it's, it's great that you talk of this stuff and you sound like you've got it all together and worshipping during the week. Oh, yeah, you make it sound easy. Just load up Spotify and off you go and you're suddenly like holier than everyone. And 
like, no. Like, even this week, I've had some struggles and prepped for this sermon. Uh, there's been some life stuff, some family stuff that potentially could have got in the way, could have thrown me off edge. And through constantly going back to these, it's reminded me that God is ever there. He's always there for me. He's not going to let me go. Psalm 29, verses 1 and 2 say this. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. We're reminded of God's grace and God's holiness. He sent his son to die for us so that we might be forgiven and have a relationship with God. Such a powerful thing, such powerful testimony to think about. The song Rock of Our Salvation by Bright City says this, When I'm shaken, when I'm lost, you're always waiting there at the cross. In every shadow, you never change. Christ, my foundation, again and again. My life is built forever in you, Jesus. Faithful one, you are strong when I am weak. You are my hope and you're the rock I'm standing on. A rock strong, a rock doesn't let go. A rock doesn't crumble when you stand on it. Psalm 19.14 says this, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Whatever you face during the week, whether it's this week or next week or in a year's time, be reminded that God is your rock. He's your fortress. He won't let you go. But you have to tap into stuff. You can't just expect it to happen. It's not just going to magically start playing Spotify for you, unless you've got one of those voice things where you speak and say play it and then it starts. Um, you've, got to, you've got to do things yourself. You've got to act. You've got to act beyond Sunday. If you just allow worship to be on a Sunday and you just sing on a Sunday... And then you just expect your life to be, to, to be great and to have a great week. You're going to struggle. You've got to tap into stuff. You can't just, oh, it says God's there. You've got to act into it as well. You've got to challenge and ask God to help you. It doesn't just come naturally. So I've got a challenge for us. Worship beyond Sunday, like I said earlier, changes everything. Whatever the seasons of our life we're facing... Knowing the Psalms, knowing these different things, it helps sustain us in our three, in our areas of life. So they're my three S's today. Beyond Sunday, worshiping beyond Sunday. The different seasons of life, whether they're mountains or valleys, difficulties or good things going on right now, you will be sustained if you lean into God and into his presence and you ask the Holy Spirit to help you in that. Singing beyond Sunday, singing worship songs reminds us of God's holiness. It reminds us of what God has done but also the promise of God for what he will do in your life. It's too easy sometimes to, to just get in that negative mindset, God doesn't care for me, this is going on, and, and I can't do it, and I, you know, I've got too much going on to go to church. And God's there, but you have to tap in, you have to pray to him, you have to sing these words beyond Sunday and seek God's presence and seek the Holy Spirit to help you. How can we do that? How can we live as true worshippers designed by God? Hope you've got the message. Sing every day. Sing daily. I can't sing. That doesn't matter. It's not about that. All right? It's just about singing with your heart, singing with spirit and truth like we read earlier. Don't have to be some unbelievable singer. And if you are, great. That's a gift, right? But I'm not gifted like that. So I will just sing out in my own space, in my own time. Love a good bath time worship session. <laughs> not going to lie. Get the bubble bath, nice hot water. I'm not really a candle guy, but just that. <laughs> 
and, and some worship music and really let those words sink into my heart to set me up, especially if I've had a stressful day or a stressful start to my week. Getting back to those truths that I'm reminded by through the songs that we sing. You need to sing words and songs that are full of spirit and full of truth. Really let those words sink in. Start studying them. Start taking them in more. Sometimes it's all too easy to just sing the words, sit down passively, listen to the preacher, switching off already. Some of you are probably on social media. And, and, just, and just step away. And actually you have to choose to step in. During the rest of the week when you've not got someone telling you what to do and you haven't stepped into that worship time, you've got to step into it yourself beyond Sunday. Some of you coming back to food, some of you might be hungry tonight. Then you've got to think about how you're going to feed that hunger this week. What are you going to do to get your appetite back for worship for God? Sing and listen to the songs full of truth, God's grace and God's love. I promise you, I love listening to a bit of music. I know I can't sing, but I promise you there are some good songs out there. There are some absolute tunes. So get out there, listen, sing some of the songs we've sung tonight. Sing some of the songs we're going to sing in a minute. Sing them out beyond today. Don't leave today and then go passive for the rest of the week. You're going to struggle. You're going to find it difficult. I put here, find your worship. It's different for everyone. Like I said, some of you can sing. Some of you love worship and you're probably part of the worship team some of you love a good sing song in the shower some of you might find it a real struggle a real bind singing doesn't come naturally i was one of those when i first well you know i've spent years going to church and stuff and you know i definitely like i said wouldn't have been someone to to sing out and and do that during the week but i've started to find what works for me i'm still working on it it's still a journey started to find what works for me different types of music different different ways of singing, different words that speak the same truths that I'm reminded of in those psalms. Find your worship. Like I said, bath time's great for me. I love the gym as well. That's a great opportunity for me to just listen to God's words. It's not always worship at that point, but just listening to some of those words as I'm in the gym just reminds me again of God's truths. That might be something for you. It might be your commute. You have a daily commute every day. Download some music, give it a little go. Listen to some songs that we're singing today. Like I said, though, we have to act beyond Sunday. We have to take those steps. We can't just passively sit there and then expect things to happen. We have to step out. Knowing that in spirit and truth, that it helps sustain us no matter what seasons of life we've got going on. Whatever's going on in our life, sustaining and listening to God's word and God's truths. Torren Wells' song says this in the song Hills and Valleys. No matter what I have, your grace is enough. No matter where I am, I'm standing in your love. On the mountains, I will bow my life to the one who set me there. In the valley, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. When I'm standing on the mountain, I didn't get there on my own. When I'm walking through the valley, I know I'm not alone. You're God of the hills and valleys, God of the hills and valleys, and I'm not alone. The truth. Singing that out daily changes everything. It reminds me of what God's done. It reminds me of what God will do in my life. It reminds me that whatever season I've got going on in my life, God is there. And that helps sustain me through those weeks and those days that I've got ahead of me. That whatever I face, God is right there in the midst of it. He's walking alongside me and he's carrying me and helping me. But I have to tap in. I have to listen to these songs. I have to sing these songs out. I have to cling on to God and worship him and trust him. And that's sometimes hard. 
Trusting God through difficult seasons, through difficult things, is a really, really tough thing. But we're also promised that God cares for us and God loves us. Jeremiah 29, 11, some of you may know it, says this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you, to give you a hope and a future. He's there, he cares, he knows. But we have to tap into it. Just before I leave you with a final step, I'm going to ask the band to start coming up. As we get ready to worship again, really use this time of worship to really think about what it is that God is speaking to your heart. You've all got different journeys. You've all in different seasons of your lives right now. Some mountains, some valleys. What is your season right now? How can you tap into what it is that God's speaking to your heart about? How can you this week, not just today, but this week lean into God? there's a season that, that you want prayer for or something that you're struggling with, me or one on the team, we'd love to pray for you at the end. But really think about that. So my, my challenge, for some of you, this might be your first time. You might be sitting here thinking, well, you know, this is all great, Bill, but I, I don't really get it. I don't really understand it. Try listening to one of these songs beyond today. Go away today and listen to something new. What we speak in, what we take in is what we give out. What we eat is what we are. Start thinking about singing and listening to different songs. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak into your heart. What is it that the Holy Spirit is asking of you today? For some of you, you've maybe been in church a long time. You love your worship. You love your music. How does this apply to you? Trying different music. Study the Psalms every day. If there's one thing I have taken personally from this, is that studying the Psalms every day reminds me of God's truths. We were reminded earlier of some of them and I kind of blitzed through them a little bit. But being reminded of God's truths changes everything. It changes the way that we view things in our lives. It changes the way we approach situations that can be challenging and difficult. Have a go at reading the Psalms every day. And most importantly, sing beyond Sunday. Spend this week singing some of the songs that we sing here in the quietness of your home or in the loudness of your shower. Whatever works for you, Embrace it. Do you find your worship and let God and God's spirit work in your heart? My question, how will you worship God this week? Is it going to be those idols and those things that can get to us that I mentioned at the start? Or is it going to be God? Are you going to be reminded of God's love and those things that God has done for you and will do for you? I'm just going to end in prayer before we lead into worship. Lord, I thank you for your message tonight. I just ask, Lord, that you step before people now, that you help people this week, Lord, in, in worshipping beyond Sunday and singing some of your songs, whatever that looks like for different people. I pray, Lord, that you'll help people, whatever seasons they've got going on right now, they'll cling to your word and your truths, Lord, that you remain ever faithful, you're steadfast, you love us and you're there for us. Help sustain us, Lord, as we turn into a new week. Help us to fix our eyes on you whatever the circumstances whatever it is we face tomorrow morning help us to remember that you love us that you've already gone before us and you're there for us thank you lord amen